three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome back to 321 Overtime. I am one of your two hosts, John A. Torres, and for this week we have a different type of a format. I am really sick with a bad cold, cough, crud, whatever you want to call it. I know Brian recently got over his illness, and so I don't want to get him sick. So I'm going to record a segment of the show, and then we will cut to Brian talking about the playoffs in Brevard County Preps football. And it's amazing that after two weeks of high school playoffs, and I believe we had eight teams going in Brevard, there was only one standing. But Brian will tell you all about that shortly. I have a short rant that I want to go on. I want to talk about a guy who I thought we had already forgotten about and moved on from, but who was back in the news, and it was just a weird weekend. And I'm talking, of course, about Colin Kaepernick, the former San Francisco 49er quarterback who has not played in the NFL since 2016, said he was blackballed by the league, reached a settlement with the league, I believe earlier this year, and then just over this last weekend, the NFL had organized a tryout for him, which is a a very odd thing to do on a Saturday. Number one, NFL teams often bring players in to try out on Monday and Tuesday of the work week, not on a Saturday when they're deep in preparations for their coming games. So some low-level scouts apparently were invited to attend this thing, which had the appearance of a sham or a show right from the get-go. But what was even stranger was that the NFL was going to hold this tryout but not allow any media in. And so what they were going to do was to video record the workout, uh, which had the elements of a pro day, like those college pro days, and they were going to send the workout tape you know, to all 32 teams and maybe the media, I'm not sure. Well, last minute, one hour before this thing was supposed to happen, Colin Kaepernick calls an audible, I guess, and changes the location of the workout to a high school nearby instead of the, at the Atlanta Falcons training camp facility where it was going to be held. And he invited the media, and he allowed the media in. And apparently he looked good, and he threw well. Now, of course, it's not the same thing as playing an NFL game, right? There's nobody charging at you. There's nobody blocking in front of you. There's no pressure uh, of a game situation. Uh, however, he, you know, he's an elite athlete, right? And uh, he supposedly looked really good. Will we ever see him in the NFL again? As we all know, Kaepernick decided to kneel during the national anthem as some sort of protest uh, over racial issues in this country. Uh, He further stoked the flames by wearing uh, a pair of socks to a practice that showed pigs in police um, uniforms. And he became a lightning rod of sorts. And whether you like him, love him, hate him, whatever, uh, I never quite understood what kneeling during the anthem would do. In my opinion, if you're a professional athlete and you have the means and the money, why don't you start a foundation? Why don't you start some sort of charity to work on the issues that you feel strongly about? Kneeling is just, I don't know, that just, it seemed to alienate a lot of people. But you know what? It got his name in the news. A lot of people knew him. 
Unfortunately, his quarterback play wasn't that great. His final two seasons, he had a record of, I don't know, two and something and one in 10 for the 49ers, and he was released. Well, he actually opted out of his contract because the team said that they were going to release him anyway. He has not been picked up by anyone else in three years. At this tryout on Saturday, which, again, was organized by the NFL, but then sort of taken over by Kaepernick, he actually says this. He says, quote, We were waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. Then he said, We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, and the 32 teams. We will let you know if we hear from them. The ball's in their court. Yeah, well, um, it's funny. If you are seriously looking for a job, are you going to criticize all 32 owners and teams by saying that they're running from the truth? What truth exactly are they running from? Is it the truth that you're no longer a good NFL quarterback? Good grief. I really, really hope this is the last we hear of Colin Kaepernick. Please just go away. Okay, that was my rant. Sorry I went on and on. I'm going to cut now to my good buddy Brian McCallum, who's safe in his home away from my germs and my coughing and sneezing, to talk about the Preps High School playoff picture here in Brevard County. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, Brevard County is down to one high school football team, and it's the Coco Tigers. We started with eight, lost four in the first weekend, and then lost three of four on Friday of the 15th. Holy Trinity and MCC both were in good shape early in their games, Class 3A regional semifinals, but both lost in the end, while Astronaut lost at Coco in a game that was not as close. Tigers won 48-6. It's the second year in a row Coco eliminated Astronaut in the regional semifinal round. Craig Bailey talked to Tigers quarterback G.J. Oroyo after the game. Let's hear what he had to say both about that game and about the games coming up. Uh, team did great. You know, it was a great team victory, you know. Came out, executed really well, and jumped up right up on them, and had fun. You had a score there yourself, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I mean, we knew once we were at the one that I was going to run it right up the middle, so I had to do whatever it took to get, get in the end zone. All right, so what about this? Uh, you got a game next week, too. Now. Yeah, we got a game next week. You know, we're just going to take it one day at a time, prepare for them as best as we can. You know, not going to... Uh, take it easy on any team. We're just going to come out here and execute the best we can. The Tigers need one more win to reach the 4A state semifinal round. That'll have to come against South Sumter this Friday at 7.30 p.m. at Coco Stadium. Now 7-3, and three, the Tigers haven't lost at home this season. If Coco can win Friday, it will play in the state semifinals for the 13th consecutive season. That's a streak that started in 2007 when the Tigers hosted unbeaten Naples and fell just short in the semifinal. The next year, though, Coco started a string of three consecutive state championships, and they won those, and they won their fourth in 2016. The following two seasons, which includes last year, the Tigers lost to Jacksonville Reigns in the title game. So that's what we have laid out in front of us. Coming up, Coco's the only one left, plays Friday against South Sumter. We'll see what happens beyond that. Follow us at 321preps.com Friday night. We'll have... Updates from the game. Craig Bailey will have photos. We'll have video. We'll have a story after the game. Hear from the important players in the game. And follow us throughout the rest of the playoffs as the Tigers keep playing. John, we hope you get better. 
for now. See you next week.